Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools' talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 WKOM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Well, we're going to have a great show today. Um, I have a guest from Murray County Public Schools, the facilities director, Mr. Dave Hall. Welcome, Dave, to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Good morning or afternoon and... Yeah, it'll be Looking afternoon forward. when they actually right. play it, but the podcast can be any time of the day for people. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we also have with us Mr. Mike Lyle on the on the boards here. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, Jack. How you doing? I'm good. So we'll also have another guest in the in the studio here shortly that's on his way. That would be Mr. Chris Pointer, the director director of athletics. And if you haven't figured out where I'm going with this, because I have the director of facilities in the room, I want to talk about uh, right now we're currently um, – Finishing up the school year, the 21-22 school year, and when summertime comes, Dave, they get you guys get really busy, right? Yes, yeah, so when kids aren't in school, we try and populate those schools and buildings with contractors and, and, and other staff to try and get things cleaned up or prepared for the summer, because the, the day after they're out of school, we're in there going full bore. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's going to be a busy, busy time. I, when when summer came last year, I didn't hardly see Dave because he was on the run everywhere, working working his tail off. So, Dave, tell our listening audience just a little bit about yourself. If they haven't heard you on the radio, I think you've been on the Big Yellow School Bus a, a long time ago. But tell our listening audience just a little bit about yourself. Just real quick, grew up in Kansas City. Spent some time. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Okay, I thought so. Uh, spent some time in number of years in California with mobile oil and in electrical wholesale. Moved back here or moved here in 2004 and been here ever since. Love it. And uh, came on board with the school system in 2015. And you are currently residing north of here and building a new house, right? Yes. I hear we talk about that occasionally because you got different things going on with building a house, and I've never done that, but it sounds exciting. I can just imagine somebody like you, the director of facilities, directing the builder to build your house. Well, it could be fun, but as most people know, this is if you could have a perfect storm of not when to build a house, this would be it. Probably this time period. Supply, yeah. supply chain issues, yeah. cost issue, getting people to call you back issues. So it's it's a challenge, but it's going up. As with everything, yeah, I'm sure this new home that you're building, you estimated it to be at a certain cost, and it's gone up because of the supply chain. Well, Dave, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about money maybe in, the, in a little bit, but tell our listening audience, um, I want to jump right into this big, beautiful, new Battle Creek High School that we're getting ready to build. We haven't broke ground yet, have we? No, we haven't broke ground. We've had uh, crews out there doing coring to see what kind of bedrock we've got. And so we're we're somewhat familiar with the site because we were doing preliminary things three and four years ago when, uh, when we put in the, the elementary and middle school. Mm-hmm. So we're a little familiar with the site. Of course, we have the uh, Battle Creek Way already out there, which is the county road. Uh, that we'll be coming off of to get into the school. Uh, but we have been having meetings and meetings and meetings to try and make sure that we're designing this the best way we can based on the feedback we get from some of the, the uh, stakeholders and the schools and teachers and principals. So we hope it'll 
be a good uh, a good working facility. So many times we get things designed and then they hand it over to us, and now we live with it. And right now, now it's right. a li- living, breathing facility when we get kids and students in there. So it's we're trying to it's a lot make it the best. Yeah, it's a lot of work to design a school that's yeah. going to house up to two thousand students. And provide um, food, lunches, um, a, a library, academics, um, even athletics. Yes. Because you're going to have to build, since it's a high school, I'm sure you're going to need this really nice uh, state-of-the-art football field and track and you name it. Yeah, we're, we're planning on having a, as it is right now, we're planning on having a, a football field, stadium over there, and high school uh, size baseball field, softball field, some practice fields. And we know that we have some right across the street in the middle school, uh, but that that right now is the best suited for the, the middle school. And if we tried to bring everybody over to that, it'd be some probably some parking issues yeah. and, and having to cross that road. And it might not be big enough. Right. I mean, 2,000 students school, that's a pretty big school. And when you get, you know, your uh, the people you're playing the the schools that are coming in you know, they always bring people too so there's always that has to has to be dealt with. I think some people in the community I've talked to are excited that we're going to have a complete campus there. We'll have the Battle Creek Elementary, Battle Creek Middle, and now Battle Creek High School. And I believe the name is going to be. I think I heard it at the last school board work session. The Grizzlies. Grizzlies. I like that. So you have the Bears, no, the, the Cubs, Cubs, the Bears, and the Grizzlies. And when we started this, gosh, I want to say three-some years ago, or maybe four, when we were planning that progression, that transition from the little guys to the middle guys to the big guys, and that was kind of our plan to do that. How is it described at the meeting? I think somebody said the logo was um, a, a a grizzly bear, but meaner looking. Yeah, a little more aggressive. More aggressive looking, right. I really liked it when I looked, I seen it on the screen. I'm like, I like that. Plus, you have some great colors in in the design of the school colors. I think it was a blue, a gray, and a white. Right. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm sure that colors will somehow be incorporated into the build, like cafeteria, gymnasium. Oh, yeah. We have to, and that's, that's the thing our architects look for as soon as we can, is to get the colors and the color scheme to you know, the, the design folks inside so that they can start matching, you know, paint swatches and wall colors, floor colors, tiles. It, it's a it's a process. Oh, I can only imagine. I wasn't here for the elementary and the middle school builds. I came in just after in 2020, after those were actually in, they had people in them, students in them. And I walked out there and I was very, very impressed with the buildings. Their, their, their architecture was kind of unique. Um, I thought the pod design was kind of unique. I don't know if that's something they're going to do that's at the a good, high school. That's a good word. Is that what, is <laughs> that what it's called, pod? Yeah, unique, yeah. Um, well, because I toured there to check it out with um, some other people. We had, a, I think it was a chamber lunch in there, and they had some students take us around the middle school, and they toured. And that's how they described them was pods. And mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat where a whole wall basically will open up and you can have three of them where they can have like a little community area for the students and stuff like that. That's not going to be incorporated in the high school probably. No, not in the high school. It, you know, we've learned that uh, some things work and some things don't work. Right. And, and we've even found that some of those moving walls, uh, some of the teachers like them, some of them don't. So Absolutely. it gives them the flexibility. But, but it's a – we are trying to really cut some costs, um, mainly so that we can get this thing built and, and uh, have a groundbreaking and get moving forward with it. Because, you know, today 
just supply chain issues, cost of goods, and, and we're trying to get things running and, and uh, going with this so that the general contractor can secure the equipment and the building materials uh, and purchase those so that we can get things moving. Yeah, I know on our, our live morning show here at WKOM, uh, Three Dudes with a View, they've been bringing that up a lot, talking about how everything is went up in cost mm-hmm. and, and the amount of the school, as it was quoted, was, what, 75 with the auxiliary gym at, right. at Santa 70, Fe? 74 Seventy-four million. Seventy-four million, but obviously with the inflation rates and everything going on right now, it's looking like it could cost a lot more. Yes, it it, it will. Um, and this hasn't ha- just happened in the last couple of years. We've I've been noticing this in Middle Tennessee, just the growth of numbers of people moving to the Nashville area in the Middle Tennessee, and and it's a supply and demand issue, and so. Yeah. Whether it's a house, uh, an apartment, or a commercial building, you've also got more people coming in, so you also have other issues. And so just trying to get uh, material and getting and getting contractors on a smaller level, uh, maybe like for me with a building a house, uh, just getting some of them to call you back and because they're all they're all busy and they all are kind of uh, full with their plates full on things to get done. so it's it's an issue. Yeah, I've been um, talking to some contractors I know about getting some work done at my house, and they were pretty much six months or more out on trying to get me get into my um, into my house and actually do anything for me. And I, they said they're just really busy. The market of um, renovations and building and everything is pretty good right now, as far as builders go. They're keeping busy. Um, the cost, everybody knows that everything has went up a little bit. It's inflationary and. It's just something we have to deal with moving forward. So we won't really dwell on that part of it. But what about timing for the for the the high school? Is it scheduled to open? You tell me when. We originally had hoped to get a uh, some early release packages, some grading packages, and some uh, underground utility and some footing foundation packages starting probably May to July time frame. Um, with with costing and with some other that's this funding. year that's this year right and then that would have on a fast track program got us in on August of 2024. Uh, so we could actually day. so we could open up move students in, yes move students in 24 25 school year yes right now we're we're still shooting for that um, it, we're we're kind of aiming at a moving target so we're not. 100% sure, but we're getting direction from our school board and them getting uh, funding from the county commission. So that's our plan. Uh, sometimes things change. Yeah. You know, thinking about the big picture, you're talking a massive um, uh, school building uh, set up and built properly. It's not even broke ground, and it's 2022, and we're in the summer of 2022. And it could potentially be ready for children and students and staff in two years or less. Well, that's on the building side of things. When you look at a uh, starting from one, assuming you have land, once you have land mm-hmm. uh, and a design and, and the moving forward with a whether it's an elementary, a middle, or a high school, and the granted high school is a little bit bigger, takes a little bit longer. But we we kind of plan on three a three year process, probably about a year to solidify everything, get permits, do the things that we need to do, design, go back and forth with um, the design, the value engineering of things, and then the actual building 
it's it's a three year process. Yeah, I find that interesting. It's a three year process because we'll talk about this after we come back from the break, but. We have to be planning now for other facilities yes. in this district because the growth is, I, I hear we're the number one county in Middle Tennessee, right? Right. Okay. And, and number according to our according to our morning show, we're the number four county in the nation. Number four county na- in the nation in growth. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal growth. And, and, the, and if you're going to have that kind of growth, we're going to need more schools. And we're going to need more facilities, and we're going to need more gymnasiums. And we'll bring Chris in after the break. Chris came into the studio. Welcome, Chris. Good morning, Jack. We haven't done a sound check with you, but I think you're you're coming across okay. Um, I wanted to bring Chris in to talk about some of the athletic things that are going to be happening in our district over the summer and in the future, because Chris and Dave work closely together um, to make sure that we have all the needed facilities in place, especially for athletics. Athletics are so big in a county this size, and they're growing so fast. Um, Chris sends me daily probably five or six, hey, here's some cool stuff happening in athletics. Um, and it, a lot of times it's on social media, and he says, post, post it, post it. And so yeah, I've got all this athletic stuff coming at me, and it's so amazing to see people right now signing for colleges. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going on right now. Um, we've got basketball, um, baseball, you name it. All these students, these young people getting, is it scholarships usually when they get the signing, Chris? Yeah, yes. Scholarship opportunities to go play at the next level uh, in, in some college, in, in some location, to be able to continue their talents and in their education and playing in, in their respective sports. So we see that going on all the place. I mean, we we had somebody sign a scholarship yesterday to go to run track and cross country. So nice. I mean, so we have kids that are signing scholarships in every sport, um, you know, from rugby to swimming to cross country to track to basketball to baseball to football. So we have a lot of talent in this area, and it's just we an do. Awesome, phenomenal thing to be able to, to see see these young people's dreams uh, come to life and be able to play at the next level. I mean, that's not a, it's not a very easy thing to do. I mean, the percentages are – stacked against you when you talk about going to play ball at the next level and to be able to have an opportunity to play yeah. at the next level is a, it's a testament to those young people's hard work. All right. So I wanted to let the listening audience know, if you wanted to learn a little bit more about that, we, we post on our um, websites, and each school has its own website, and we post a lot of information on social media because a lot of people like that avenue, that medium of getting information. So... If you follow Chris Pointer on social media, you get all the updates because I follow him on social media and I get all those things. Dave, are you on social media? Nope. Good, th- good for you. <laughs> good for you. Good <laughs> let me, for you. Let me, talk, let me talk. I have never been on Facebook, Facebook? Twitter. I just don't. I just thought, no, I'm not going down that road. And now it's too much of a learning curve. So <laughs> I just say, nope, I haven't. But I want to. I want to talk a little bit about Chris. I, Chris does, did not have very. Uh, a big challenge on filling the shoes when he came here because there weren't any shoes to fill. He, <laughs> he came on, there wasn't anybody here. And I, and when I came in seven years ago, I remember down at Mount Pleasant high school, they wanted to move them. We put a new bleach, a new bleacher system on the football field. And they said, could we move the bleachers in 15 feet? And I go, well, if you do, you'll, you won't ever have a track down here. And they said, well, we don't have a track team. So it doesn't really matter. Well, Chris has taken this whole county, I think, and, and raised the bar, brought in some standards for our for our uh, 
athletics and is really trying to populate all the sports that we can at the schools. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's a big challenge um, between funding and and priorities. But he has done an incredible job in, in getting – rising tide lifts all ships, so we're, lifts all schools. So we're he's done a great job of, of getting that tied up. Yeah, it's like knowing that you need – a yeah, absolutely, Chris. And I, I can echo that because I've worked with Chris for a lot in, over the few years I've been here at the district – it's about planning and making sure, like you said, you can't put the bleachers that close because you won't have a track. And Chris understands that. And so do you, Dave. So we're going to um, talk more about some of the things that are happening in the summer um, after we come back from a break. But Chris, real quick, I know you've been on the show many times and, and people know you, but tell our listening audience real quick a little bit about yourself, will you please? Uh, this is Chris Porter. I am the District Athletic Director and Supervisor of Nursing for Murray County Public Schools. I am going on my fifth year here uh, and just love love what I do, love the people that I work with and, you know, trying to be about the business of, uh, of children uh, and uh, changing these lives in Murray County through, through sports and, and through the avenue of health um, with nursing. And so that's who I am. That's what I've always been about and, and, I, and I will continue to do so. Yeah, I've known you for quite a few years now and – I can attest to your passion and love for doing things, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> for doing things for children, for students. Um, we've had a long history together, and so absolutely echo that. Dave, tell me a little bit real quick before the break, what are the biggest projects you're facing this summer? Well, obviously the high school, uh, up at the Battle Creek High School, uh, we're trying to get some groundbreaking going on at the Santa Fe uh, Unit School for an auxiliary gym there. We have funding and planning going on for that. We're we're trying to juggle those two projects together. Uh, we also have uh, three schools that are going to get complete uh, HVAC renovations. That'd be Mount Pleasant Elementary, Spring Hill Elementary, and Riverside. We also have um, renovations going on we've been putting some new flooring down in the hallways and corridors at at some other schools we've got bathroom renovations uh so we've got you know the the challenge is is how many people can you get in a phone booth and sometimes (laughs) sometimes we did that when i was younger yeah Sometimes we uh, the phone booth isn't quite big enough to get everybody. And some in of our that. listening audience might not know what a phone booth is. Yeah, well, that's true too. <laughs> Go back and look at the old yeah, the old uh, black and whites of Superman. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Um, that being able to fit them in, <laughs> yeah. you've got you've got this <clears throat> big challenge this summer. You're talking about HVAC, which is the heating and air units for these schools. And some of these schools are probably just a little bit older than, than I don't know what the age limit, if there is an age limit on schools, but I know the HVA systems, they're only going to last about 10 or 20 years. Correct. We, most of our schools, we think that when we build them that they're going to last 50 years. We're, we're on some of our schools, we're past that. So we but have some schools that are a little older than 50 yeah, years. but and, and some are renovatable and some yeah. just, you know, as we've seen some, it, it's just time to knock them over and, and move on. Absolutely. I, I hear great things about, you know, at the board meeting, some of the things that are happening, but I'm being told we need to take a break. So we will be back with the Big Yellow School Bus with Dave Hall and Chris Piner, Mike Lyle, and myself after a word from our sponsors.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Three, two, one. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram gives thanks to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital for the third straight year. Through April, we aim to make this year the best year ever by donating $150 for every vehicle sold. Shop online or at the dealership and you too can help us honor St. Jude's 60th anniversary. Protect what matters most. You can count on us. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Walk-In Clinics. Hey guys, we're open 11 to 11, seven days a week so that you don't have to go wait at the emergency room when you have an urgent care need. Our providers are all emergency medicine experienced or critical care experienced, and we're there to take care of you so that you're not caught at the emergency department for hours and hours on end. Folks, seven days a week, right in front of Walmart, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., we stay late so you don't have to wait at the ER. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 WKOM brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Dave Hall, Chris Pointer, Mike Lyle, myself in the audience in the studio today talking about facilities and what's going on in our in our district. Uh, we're coming up on the summer of 22 to the 23 school year coming up. And Dave, you were right before the break. You were telling us some about the big projects. And did you have any more to share on that? And was there anything else our listening audience might need to know about? You know, if they plan on doing things in the summer. I know there's some schools that keep going athletics during the summer, right, Chris? We have different um, – well, I don't know what sports happen a lot during the summer. Football starts, band starts, and stuff well, like well, that. Well, well, during the summer, what you'll find is you'll have, you know, primarily in our high schools and some of our middle schools, you'll have, you know, summer workouts, you know, so summer open facilities, uh, you know, summer doing, you know, some practices and doing some things like that, playing, you know – 
scrimmage type competitive All right. games across the state. Well, so I asked that because I wanted to let our listening audience know if there was a possibility that maybe the school may have to do something somewhere else. So, Dave, Chris, what is happening like right now? What are the major things going on, and what's the major things happening this summer for our district as far as facilities and renovations and building? The biggest thing that could with the projects we have going on would be the, those three schools I mentioned earlier, the Mount Pleasant Elementary, Spring Hill Elementary, and Riverside, um, that might impact some things during the summer. Uh, those are things that we're, when we're taking down the ceilings and the hallways to get insulation around the loop water pipes and things like that for our new HVAC system, we just have to almost shut down the schools to be able to do that so that we can do those in a timely manner. And so we have to try and figure out, you know, again, who's in the phone booth today. And, and sometimes it's the janitorial crew that has to rearrange some things. Sometimes we have a uh, boys and girls club in our schools that we have to change or call an audible on where they can go and how long they can be in there. So those are the two or the three biggest ones that we have going on. Besides the, the high behind, behind, Besides the, the, the greenfield projects, the ground up projects. Um, those those would be the three big ones. Greenfield being like the high school. Yes, and you got a, you got a greenfield out there, and you're yeah. starting starting from a greenfield, and you come. I kind of figured that, didn't you? <laughs> I was sitting there going, "Hold on, we got a new name here." That uh... <laughs> that's our, that's our ag program. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the ag program. Okay, greenfields. Um, so, Chris, you have current projects happening right now across the district and even more things getting ready to happen this summer. A big project with the Santa Fe Auxiliary Gym. Yes, and that's and, and that's still in mainly in Dave's part of the house, but we did discuss and talk about the Auxiliary Gym and what that would look like and what that would entail. Uh, when we're able to get that project off the ground and move forward, that that's going to be something that's awesome for that community. I can tell you that in Santa Fe right now, they probably have the the best, mm. you know, one of the best sports environments that that I've, that I've been around. It reminds me of, of of when I was growing up and going into these high school gyms and the the number of fans that were there. Uh, this past year, the the run that that basketball team had. Oh my lord, I was there for you that. You was there for yeah. that. Game. So you 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 know like the environment, and so. And I also know that that gym was very small. If you were sitting on the front <laughs> row, you were practically, if you stretched your leg out, you could be on the court. On the court, yeah. So, so, so sports is so important from the rural parts of our community to the to the to the more city parts of our communities. It's just important, and uh, to be able to provide something like an auxiliary gym uh, to the peop- to the community of Santa Fe is huge. It's important, and it's it's important to keep that uh, you know forward moving and that upward trajectory of. Uh, of athletics going on in that community and 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 across our entire county we've had projects going on everywhere you know some that may be small to some but in our eyes is very huge because it's helping us build the standards that we've set that 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 our board has set for our, for our community to put you know from playing surfaces to facilities and all of those things and it's just been phenomenal uh we're wrapping up projects in Mount Pleasant we're still waiting on some lighting uh that will go on at Central and as well as at Santa Fe uh uh uh, softball field. We have uh, press boxes that have gone up at several schools, scores tables that have gone up in several schools. We've done paving. We've done concrete work. We've done some ADA accessibility work. We've put new bleachers up all over uh, the county and, you know, just continuing to improve the aesthetics and the amenities uh, and just the quality in which, you know, our, our young people are being able to access in comparison to other counties and we're really raising that bar. And I'm excited how the 
the athletic facilities are transforming. I mean, this is this is our front porch. You cannot access the school on like a random day. Like if mm-hmm. I just drove up on a Saturday and I'm from, you know, Texas and I and I'm looking to move into the area, you know, I get my first indication by how the athletic facilities look, the aesthetics, the facilities themselves, because they're visible. You can mm-hmm. see them. And based on that gives me my first impression about what's happening inside the school building. Just something yeah. little. Go ahead, Mike. Go yeah, ahead. just as a to 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 second that as a, as a former coach, um, the uh, the athletic programs usually is a really really good indicator of <laughs> how the whole system yeah. is working. Uh, you know, it was it was something that we would always tell our principals if the football season has a good year our football team has a good year, then probably the whole school's going to have a pretty good year discipline-wise, school-wise, and stuff like that. The other thing is, you know, some people say, well, man, you're, you're spending all this money on athletics and stuff. We can't buy books. We can't do this. Well, the other thing is, like you said, it's our front porch. This is the part that everybody sees when they come out from outside in, so we need to make it uh, appear as well. It's also one of the very few revenue-generating elements of our school system. Uh you know, football games bring in, you know, they bring in a lot of money, sponsorships and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, people aren't going to put their money and they're not going to put their time into something that looks second rate or that looks like, okay, we've been operating on a shoestring. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to go somewhere else. Again, the reality of the fact is, is when your athletic program is going strong, then that bleeds down or trickles down to use a, an old economic concept into the rest of the school system, and so it's 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 a good investment. Yeah, I'm going to put expand, money I'm gonna into expand our athletic programs, not just athletics, but arts. I mean, my my daughter was in the band at Columbia Central High School, and I'm telling you what, that band generated a lot of enthusiasm for that school because they were the ones that had gone in previous years before her and went to the contest of champions and walked away with some first-place trophies. And that's huge for Middle Tennessee yeah. to have a school in Columbia, Tennessee, yeah. and, winning something like that. And these athletic programs, these band programs, these arts programs, you know, we, we got all these people coming in from California, Texas, Florida, stuff like that moving in. Like you said, they just can't walk into the school building and take a look around. There's, there's security issues on that. But they can come to a football game. Right. And they can come to a band concert. Yep. And they can go to basketball games and, and baseball games, and they get a look at who we are and what we are through our athletic program. So that first foot forward, you know, first impressions are the most imp- impactful. Yeah. And, and that's, You're that's absolutely important right. And little things like there was a field dedication here just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, Basham. Mm-hmm. Is that the name? No, no, no. They they uh they did Andre Baker. Andre Baker. Baker the, Eddie the... Bas- Eddie Basham was last year. Last year. Okay. Andre Baker was this year. But but again, it's it, it, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so proud of our board and so proud of our leadership, because our, our previous mindset was, you know, if you want athletic programs, you want facilities, you got to go out there and do it yourself. So good luck. So put this on the backs of the coaches, backs on the school, backs on the parents, backs on the kids, you know, and really potato chip your way to. And when I say potato chip, I'm talking about selling candy, potato mm-hmm. chips, popcorn, whatever you got to do <laughs> to try to raise money. And 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 Coach Andre Baker w- was that guy who was able to go out there and shake the trees. Yeah, it was quite an amazing story. And so now, with us being able to step in, it was it I, it was it was such a proud moment for our community because it was a change in the mindset that you know these are our fields, these are our responsibilities. And these kids deserve the very mm-hmm. best that we can offer to them. 
and I and I know on that day that Andre Baker was smiling down on us. Oh, even as cold as it was, it's cold and windy and <laughs> rainy. You know, you felt some warmth because of just the step forward that we've taken. I mean, uh, it, it's funny because I, you know, everybody's chipping in and talking about getting CDLs and helping out everywhere we can. And I was I was getting my uh, physical done, and, and it was a lady that was like, I just want to tell you, you know, just how amazing the the facilities are. And she said, my daughter made me turn around to just go back and look at the sidewalk. Because at that time, they had started working on the sidewalk, the handicap accessibility. But just a sidewalk from the parking lot to the fields had just did had done that much transformation that they just wanted to go back and see a sidewalk. And I thought, wow, you know, just, you know, that's how important the work is that we're doing in this community and the work that we're doing on these facilities. Because now parents aren't having to worry about, you know, paying an exorbitant cost to try to outfit a team or try to survive or stay above water. And coaches can focus on just coaching and, and taking that responsibility on has been huge. And we're, we're not where we want to be at, but we're sure not where we used to be. And we're, we're moving in a huge and in, in the right direction. And we've, we've, we've made huge leaps and bounds. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the board. I'm proud of the leadership downtown and, and I know we're just going to continue to chip away and continue to make a difference. In Absolutely. In these, in Go ahead, Dave. I, I kind of wanted to dovetail into what Mike and Chris were talking about. I, I was one of these folks in, in, in my years coming up through elementary to high school. I was, I was an athlete. I loved sports. And I joke around by saying I was in the half that made the top half possible, scholastically. <laughs> there you go. But, I mean, um, scholastics are important, but also – I mean, there's people, there's, and Chris just mentioned it, there's students getting scholarships to go to, um, to colleges. Now, they may not play in the NBA or the NFL or, or, or go farther, but what I look at, that's, that's a thing that they've been able to do, get a scholarship so they don't have to go to work to help fund their, their, uh, mm-hmm. their scholars yeah. or their uh, scholastic well, even, learning. Even on, a, on, an, on another level there, you know, again, and it's, there's a small percentage of your high school athletes that actually get scholarships mm-hmm. and, and, and go. What they're learning on the field is as much as the classroom. You know, you learn leadership. You learn yes. cooperation. You learn working with people. And sometimes you've got to learn to work with people you don't particularly like. Mm-hmm. But they're on your team, so you've got to you got to mm-hmm. make things work for the, mm-hmm. the greater good. Mm-hmm. And those are business skills. Yeah. Uh, you know, that quarterback's got to get that those other ten guys to, to pull together. You know, he's the leader on the field. Yes, he's got a coach that's directing things. He's got a CEO sitting on the sideline, but he's the field manager. Yeah. And and, that- and, and you learn your leadership skills that then when you go into the work world, those things directly apply. And, and I have this conversation all the time with several people. I, I always say that, that athletics is one of the greatest incubators of life for mm-hmm. young people, especially when done right, the life lessons that are mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. Like how do you handle sitting on the bench, right? How, how, your turn, how, right? Know, how yeah. do you handle taking a loss? How do you handle victory? The bad or the bad. Call. How do you take you know, the, the good setback, and the bad? The how injuries. Do, yeah. Again, how do, how do you handle somebody who is is your boss, the coach, right? Who is demanding something out of you that you may feel like I don't want to do? How do you handle getting up early in the morning and work weights and working out? And how how do you intertwine these life lessons of commitment and grit and tenacity and sacrifice and and being a team player and, and all of that? You know, and, and having to be dependent on and others depending on you 
are all things that that work together to be able to teach these life lessons, which, like you said, when you get out in the workforce, we at downtown, at the central office, we're all a team. All of our jobs in some capacity overlap one another. We have our our individual roles, but then I got to be able to go down to where Dave is and be able to communicate about something. Or Dave will send me and say, hey, we had some bad wind. Check with all the coaches to see if anything was damaged. Let's gather that information up. Get it to me so we can get insurance. I mean, so it's it's all these things working and coinciding with one another that you take with you. Lessons and, I learned on the ball field, I'm able to take into and that's to as, my job. That's worth as much Absolutely. as a scholarship. Oh yeah. Um, you know, yes, the scholarship is the it, it, it's the icing on the cake. It's the thing that everybody notices. It's the money. You know, it's the but those leadership skills are what move you up in your work world. Those leadership skills are what make you, your company, whatever, successful. Uh, you know, how many of our kids have have come off of the athletic field and stuff like that, then turn around and, you know, they own their own business now, or mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, they're they're operating, they're the managers of the business, and they learn those skills. Yes, they learn the math and you know, they learn the the X's or the excuse me the the numbers and the letters and stuff in the classroom, but they also learn the people skills. Mm-hmm. They learn the motivational skills. Getting along, you know, staying on a job when I don't really want to do this job. They all learned a lot of them learned it from yeah. the from the athletic. Yeah, these scholarships. And so these facilities, huge. these facilities yeah, just was, improve mm-hmm. that. And again, who? Yes, we're competing. I'm going to say it. We're competing with Williamson County for the people that are moving into this area. And they look over there and they see those high schools and they see those facilities and they're going hmm. Those people have got it together, and they look over here at us, and not that we're bad, but we're growing. We're growing, but we're not there yet. And we've got we've got to take those steps. Mm-hmm. We've got to do the steps and get there because our people, our people are just as good. Yeah, our and, facilities and I, have and got I, to get better. And I, and I can say that the board has made that commitment, and our leadership downtown has made that, and we're getting there. And I and I, I have no doubt that we will get there. Uh, and, uh, and it's just only a matter of time. I mean, it just takes some time and, you know, and it takes resources, but there is a commitment there. And again, I can't, I can't tell you how proud I am of the board and the commitment to, to impact athletics in the way that they have and, and, and our leadership. I mean, it's, you know, it took us a time to get there and we're here now and now all we're doing is chipping away and it's applied pressure over time. And, and once we, you know, once we get to that place, we'll all know it, and, and we're all working yeah. in that right direction. And, and, and those things, like I said, I, up north, they didn't happen overnight. No, no not at all. So, you know, <laughs> we, we got to understand. we got to start where we are yeah. and build and, it up. And I would like to say thanks to the board, too. Absolutely. They, they've come on, and we've, I like saying we've gone from a cow pasture to the TSSAA standards. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we didn't have it before. Chris didn't have a budget. Before right. now he's and now he's got a budget and, th- and and that's thanks to the board to to recognizing that you know if we keep these kids in athletics <laughs> for my benefit I noticed when I was in school I came home dead tired I didn't have time to get in trouble <laughs> or the energy to get right. in trouble so right. that's, that's another serendipity that that comes along with that too and you like Mike was saying you, you learn character from what these coaches you know give us. Yeah, and and I think we can build on that and say we have all kinds of great scholarships coming out of Murray County Public Schools, athletics, academics, arts. Um, We've got music. We've got so many things going on. And basically, Chris and – let me see. Chris and Dave, if if you have a need, then 
we just need to make sure we rally behind them as a district to be able to build the facilities and build the, the athletic departments and, and the, the um, stadiums and the gymnasiums and stuff. And we will see great things happening with the support of our school board and our administration across the district. It's quite amazing when you think about where I wanted to talk a lot about facilities, but we actually started talking more about the really the meaning behind it and the feeling behind it. And it's, it's huge. That's all part of this that, you know, we come into this, the facilities part of it, thinking, yeah, we're going to build a new school, but we're also going to be building new athletics. We're going to be building new morale. We're going to be doing all these things to grow this district and make things better. And I, and I like to think about the, the, the schools or the athletics, not so much as brick and mortar as it is community. Like, yeah. We are building community and we're sustaining community because they're, they're cultures within these facilities and these bricks and mortars that we're talking about that you can never, ever put a price tag on. Each When you go across our county, at each place that we go, it's a community. And, and, the, and, and these buildings that we have become these places of community for folks that they take such pride in and that they take such joy in that families are built and families... I mean... You know, people's Friday nights and Tuesday nights and Thursday nights are spent at ball fields. Like, mm-hmm. I've been at ball fields since last Thursday or no, no, Friday when we were doing Every countywide day. championships. Yeah. And then, you know, just, you know, Saturday was stuff going on. And then this week, all this week, things have been going on. And so and you look at the families and you look at the kids, they're having dinner at the ball field, yeah. you know? and you got you got campuses now. We've got more of that going on. With Battle Creek, we'll have a middle, high, and elementary Absolutely. all on the same campus. In Mount Pleasant, all three of those are located. Here at Columbia Central High School, we have Baker and we have um, Whitthorn. And they're all located. Um, these campuses are huge in building that community. So yes, I'm being told we need to take another break. So we'll be back with Dave Hall, Chris Pointer, Mike Lau, myself on the Big Yellow School Bus after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
The NASCAR Cup Series. We are cup racing and the green flag is out. Returns to the Monster Mile. Travel up in turn number three. Eric Almarola up and into the outside wall. Boy, he hit it a ton. For 400 laps of intense racing action. Alex Bowman up off turn number four. Looks to Shannon Bednarik. Sees the checkered flag in the air. It's the Duramax Drydeen 400 presented by Relodyne. Sunday, May 1st at 1 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Well, we have a great discussion here today. Mr. Dave Hall, our Director of Facilities, is here telling us a little bit about what's going on in our district and what's coming up this summer. I also have the Director of Athletics, Mr. Chris Pointer, in the studio today. Chris is a, not a stranger to the show, and as many of you have known, probably heard if you've listened to the show before, Chris is one of my uh, good friends that likes to come on and share all the great things in athletics and even the nursing, because he's the Supervisor of Nursing, and Mike Lyle and myself. Dave? That these projects that you got going on right now, currently, and coming up this summer, is this a bigger, busier year for you than normal because of the high school? No, uh, I think uh, going back in my tenure there in seven years, probably four years ago was the the busiest. We had Battle Creek Elementary coming on, uh, or it's being built. Battle Creek Middle being built. We had $10 million in HEAC and other school renovations. We had parking lots all being redone, tennis courts being redone. So that was – that was. and fortunately, I had some very good general and subcontractors right. that, I, that I could trust to, to keep me in line and, and keep things moving forward. Um, no, but in the next – I think my boss, Eric Behrman, uh, assistant superintendent of operations, has just had some uh, uh, five-year planning uh, meetings with, with some of the county commission and the budget folks over there. And believe it or not, we're, we're in the beginning of a tsunami of people coming down here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're starting to see that. And, and, and I give credit, you know, to the, to the budget committee, the county commission, that they're trying to foresee some of that and, and get things coming this direction. Cause it's, it's going to come this way. And, and we are totally reactive to what happens when we get all these rooftop units coming in? Yeah, more rooftops coming in, more people populate them. More people have to go to schools. We got to find schools. We got to build schools. We got to find property, and they're they're helping us do that. On that five year plan, if if you can recall, in in five years, how many new schools are we talking? Do you have that number? I had down three, but then Eric was telling me we we're looking at three elementary schools uh, that we're going to probably redo one. Where we see the the rooftop units going down uh, east on Bear Creek in the Cullioke area, so an elementary school there, mm-hmm. an elementary school uh, west of uh, Highway 31, up probably north or, or uh, west of the Honey Farms area. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's going to be a need there. Probably going to do maybe uh, redo Baker a little bit, and then probably another high school in there somewhere, maybe down in the in that Cullioke area. So. One only one. Do we have land? Probably right. And uh, well, and, and these are always subject to change. But yeah. that's that's thinking about a five year plan. That's three or four more schools. Yeah. 
um, in the next five years that we could be talking about building here at Murray County Public Schools. That's a huge investment, and it's going to require a lot of money to be able to make this happen. But with the growth of people comes more money also. Sure. Um, you know, if, if you have uh, go from 100,000 to 200,000 people, you've doubled your income off your um, taxes, your, your real estate and stuff like that. So, Chris, same question. What do you have going on this summer? And is this bigger summer for you than than, say, in the past? I know we, we were quite slow during COVID, but you've been here long enough. Yeah, I, I mean, all of our I mean, with with COVID kind of, you know, really slowing down the way that it did. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. that kind of opens things up for athletics. And so you'll see athletics being at, at, at the height it was pre-COVID as far as athletics and things going on in the summer and the participation in camps and, uh, you know, the traveling of sports over the summers. Um, as far as our, 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 our athletic construction projects, we, we are wrapping several of those up. We still do have the light projects that we need to finish up. We do have scoreboards that we need to Is that the up. new LED lighting? Um, yeah, they're all LED lighting okay. that will be installed. So uh, we're working to try to get those put in and installed. And then, of course, all of our scoreboard projects. And then we have just little things here and there that we got to button up and finish up that we're working on. And uh, so so, so those are the things that, that, that we got. So You know, community partners are huge in athletics. If you go to an athletics field, you see banners and signs Absolutely. all over the field. So if, if you're a community partner and you're listening and you're a new business in the area, Feel free to reach out to Chris Pointer or myself and talk to us about any opportunities that you'd like to see to get your name out in the community and also help out with education here at Murray County Public Schools and help these students advance their them into their next level of life after high school, secondary uh, school, uh, post-secondary, all that kind of fun stuff. So, Mike, you're telling me you got about four minutes left? So we always do the big yellow school bus shout outs on the show. So I don't want to get away from that tradition. And Dave, I'm going to put the pressure on you because you haven't been on in a long time. And I don't know if when you were on it years ago, if you actually did a shout out, but you get an opportunity to do your shout out today. So go. Well, I would say the shout out from me would be to our school board for recognizing the need and the demands for not just the brick and mortar for the school, but also incorporating all of our athletic fields when we have a project and a new school. It's all one package. And I would say another shout-out is to our county commission. And Scott Sumners has really been working with us uh, with the budget committee over there to try and get us funding. Everybody recognizes that it costs more today. Just fuel alone hits us every day we go to the pump. And that reminds mm-hmm. us that everything costs more. Mm-hmm. It costs more to get the stuff here. So we're, he's helping us and the county commission navigate through these waters of getting getting these projects moving forward with funding. Yeah, that's a big one. I remember having Garth Pinkston on the show talking about the bus drivers and how many miles per day we drive. And you're not talking little economy cars. You're talking big diesel buses that get like four miles to a gallon or something. So, yeah, that, that increase is being seen all across the district and all across the country with the increase in the fuel costs. So I can't imagine how much more it is, but it's got to be a lot. So, Chris, you're up next for your shout-out. What a great shout-out, by the way, Dave. Uh, uh, my my shout-out is going to Murray Ring and the whole maintenance department. I mean, those guys are phenomenal. I mean, they're the professional up on professional guys. I mean, the work that they do and how they do it. And, and, I, and I've really had to work – very close with them, especially with this this round of projects that we've had for athletics. And anytime I call Murray, you know, we, we jab at each other and laugh about it. But, you know, he, he picks up that phone and calls his guys, and they get right on it. And, I mean, and they've done some very professional 
excellent work across our district. And it's helped kind of glue all of our projects together because, you know, it's helped save money, but it's also um, allowed these projects to go a lot quicker and a lot smoother because they have the, 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 the knowledge, the institutional knowledge about a lot of things that are happening, especially outside in our facilities and things like that. So huge shout-out to Murray Ring and his team. Appreciate all your work, man, and, and, and love and enjoy working with you guys, man. Man, you are absolutely spot on on that. Murray Ring is and the yep. guy that I turn to for so many things, uh, big and small, and he's always there, and his team is do a great job. Great shout-out, Chris. Coach? I'm going to have to get after Chris here. He, he kind of stole my thunder a little bit there, but – I'm going to take it a little bit different angle, a little bit. I, I do want to give a shout-out to the maintenance and janitorial crews yeah. uh, who are keeping our current buildings. I mean, you know, we're talking about all this new growth and all this new building and all these stuff like that. Well, we still have a big uh, load of, of buildings that are currently being used, and, and our maintenance crews and our janitorial crews do a great job of keeping these buildings up, keeping them nice, keeping them usable for our kids and, uh, and, and our teachers. And uh, so just a, a shout-out to them. Uh, sometimes they kind of get lost in the shuffle when we start talking about all the new stuff and, mm-hmm. and the people building, you know, the new facilities are upgrading, upgrading stuff. These are the people that take care of what's here, what's now, and if it's not taken care of, then we've got to replace it. Yep. And so they do a, they do a super job uh, in, in keeping our places uh, looking nice, working nice, and someplace that's nice to go to uh, during the school day. That happens to you all the time, Mike. When you're next to last on the shout-out, right. somebody steals your thunder. That That's was a right. great shout-out in addition to that. Uh, my shout-out is going to go to the operations department, which both Dave and Chris fall under at Murray County Public Schools under the direction of Mr. Superintendent Mr. Eric Perriman. This team there does a great job, so shout out to everything they do in this district to make things work for us. And that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you, Dave, Chris, Mike. Y'all have a great day, and we'll catch you on the Big Yellow School Bus next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.